Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. When this uh, pandemic first hit, everyone thought it was going to be the end of paying for stuff with cash because nobody wanted to handle that uh, greasy, gross COVID money. Right, yeah. Uh, But it turns out plenty of us still do. Many people plan to continue using cash going forward. And uh, most of us say, uh, yeah, I'm never really tired of it. It's still the most popular way to pay for stuff. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, not, by, not by much, though. The second most uh, popular and very close is through debit. Yeah. Uh, and then credit cards. But that's odd because I, I think that uh, everybody, I, don't, I hardly ever see anybody pull cash out now except for older people. Yeah, and not a lot of people carry it as much. I, I guess in the States it might be a little different. Maybe. Um, but... It's weird because, you know, anytime I've been in the States in the last little while, since we switched to, like, that plastic money here, Mm. like, you go to the States and you get those paper bills that are falling apart and they just look disgusting when you're holding on to it. You're never getting, like, a crisp one. No. You you think, my goodness, that was dirty before. Can't imagine what it'd be like now. All the Coke residue still on it. Why is this all rolled yeah, up? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, now speaking of touching things that we don't want to touch, today is a National uh, Handshake Day, Ooh. and uh, <laughs> it could be a, a tough one. Look, I've been saying for years that I was kind of, uh, you know, off the handshaking. But yesterday, uh, for the first time in since this pandemic happened, I was amongst a, a group of, uh, of relative strangers. I was at a golf tournament. Right. And my, uh, my wife's, uh, the company she works for, Phantom Security, held this uh, tournament. It was a lot of fun, and... We got to meet everybody she's working with, and that was great. And um, But when we all met in the parking lot, there was a couple of guys who extended their hand for a handshake. And, and, and I've been saying all along that I think I was going to stand my ground and say, mm, no, I'm good, thank oh, you. It's, it's such an automatic reaction. I just feel rude, too. You just feel rude, you know. So anyhow, I, I shook their hand, and, and I thought, okay, this should be fine. I've been saying all along I'm going to be able to hop back into normal society once this is all said and done but i gotta be honest as much as the guy well, he was fine i mean it was a nice handshake yeah it wasn't moist wasn't clammy right didn't hang in there too long good firm handshake but as soon as we were done i just wanted to chop my hand off of the wrist <laughs> i just wanted to dive it into a bucket of Perel. Yeah, did, did the back of your mind go straight to the sanitizer oh, oh, i'm looking everywhere for yeah. it yeah you know yeah i guess because most people now go with the fist bump with yep. a pound and, yeah you know you feel okay that's fine I've 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 gone to the curtsy. I find the curtsy right. to be perfect. <laughs> the just the bow, a respectful bow. That yeah, there's work. nothing wrong with it. Uh, I just I a said head nod. A, hey, yeah, acknowledge. I see you there. Yeah, a little tap over the heart and finger tap, a uh, finger point. <laughs> Fine by me. <laughs> Anyhow, so we are getting in back into the world of the handshake, and uh, it's it's inevitable. I guess it'll happen uh, again. Uh, we'll be back to it. I just really hope, like when I go to weddings and stuff, that the uh, the double kiss on the cheek is is forever over. Right. Well, because the handshake had evolved from just the the pump to the uh, to the whole bro hug thing right. too, right? Right. Mm. You know, hugging is fine. Like I really think giving a hug, even uh, during all of this earlier, you know, hugging because first of all, okay, you're going side by side with the face, so you're not breathing right into each other. I mean, right. your faces will kind of see, you know graze, perhaps. But now you're over their shoulders, so you're not breathing directly on them, and your hands are touching cloth, clothing. Right. So I think a hug is probably safer than a handshake is. It's so weird we have to talk about this at all. And then the dry hump. Let's add a little. <laughs> did you just rub? Did you just is rub that up on me? Yeah. <laughs> I hope those are keys. I'm sorry. It's all I know. <laughs> 
Yeah. So we were at this golf tournament yesterday. We were up at Lake Ridge and always enjoy playing there. But something happened again. And, and I, you know, I listen, I golf, I think, a lot because the lovely Maria loves to golf. Yeah, you're, you're in that a lot category a couple, few times a week. Now. Yeah. So uh, the guy we were playing with, Chris, this is the boss man there at Phantom, he, you know, he was a, saying he, first time out this year. Mm. And he's one of these guys kind of, you know, just kind of naturally can play the game. Right. Doesn't play all that much. Maybe he's played all his life. I don't know. Athletic. Maybe, perhaps. I mean, he wasn't running circles or jumping hurdles, but he, you know, he'd just get up there and he'd hit the ball smooth and straight. Right. He'd get good. We were playing best ball, so we were playing his ball most of the time. And I'm and I'm like, you know, I'm fluffing it and I'm doing this and I'm grounding out and I'm topping it and I'm, he's like, well, how often do you get out? And I go, oh, it's my 180th round this summer. <laughs> You know, I play so much, I, I should be Bryson DeChambeau. You think, think there should be some sort so, of improvement? No, nothing. I hit, I hit a level of ability probably around 2004, and it's just never gotten better. You're 104 times more likely to choke to death than to die from being struck by lightning. Just remember that next time you're out there golfing. And the uh, storms roll in. You are 104 times more likely to choke to death than you are to die from being struck by lightning. Huh, okay. So hold that golf club up high. Next time. <laughs> That's what Lee Torino said to me. Make it a one iron because not even God can hit that. <laughs> a song called Ready and Steady by an artist named D.A., made the billboard bubbling under the Hot 100 charts for three weeks in June of 1979. Okay. Meaning it was on the verge of becoming a top 100 hit, but it just didn't quite burst through. Right. Tune was called Ready and Steady, but no one was able to find a copy of the song for over 35 years until one finally surfaced in 2016. Before that, most people thought it never actually existed. Who's D.A.? I don't know. Obviously a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you uh, own a copy, or if you should go through your parents' old record collection, look for a song called Ready and Steady by an artist named D.A., you might be sitting on some money. There were 14 dot-coms that advertised during the Super Bowl in 2000. Only four are still active. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Auto Trader, Last Minute Travel, Monster, and WebMD. Okay. That's it. MySpace had the opportunity to buy Facebook for $75 million. <laughs> This is one of those great it's stories. Great. Back in 2005. <laughs> they passed. Yes, they did. They also passed away. Uh, they could have bought it for $75 million back in 2005. 16 years later, Facebook is worth about $850 billion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Alec Guinness didn't like being in Star Wars, so he suggested to George Lucas that he should kill off Obi-Wan Kenobi, kill that character to get him out of doing it. But he didn't. And he also uh, he made a fortune from those movies. Because in Alec Guinness's contract, he'd negotiated to get 2.25% of George's royalties. Wow! Yeah. That's, That's a, chunk a pretty of good negotiation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did all right, huh? Well, I guess he might have been like one of the few names. He would have been a big star. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Because uh, that was the whole thing. There weren't many stars no. in that. No, I mean, Harrison Ford and all of them, they were nobodies at that point. Yeah. Right? You want me? 2.25%. Yeah. yeah. That worked out all right. And he probably thought, well, I'm not going to get anything out of this. No. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he was an old man even then, right? Yeah. He just figured, ah. I'll do this. This will be one of the last kind of gigs I have. Well, and even they said in the making of that movie, you know, the original Star Wars, mm. like they, there were these models going around and, and like the camera shots of these tiny, like basically like Lego figurines. Mm. And they thought there's no way this is going <laughs> to result in anything. Yeah. And very impressive. Um, all octopuses are orphans. Male octopus die right after they mate. Oh. So one shot and go. Didn't think I knew that. And female octopuses die right after their eggs are hatched. Really? Yeah. At, the, at Animal Kingdom, it's not easy. You know, <laughs> you think you got it tough. <laughs> Try being. That's why if I was a male octopus, I'd just stay single. <laughs> just, you don't want to get attached like no, that? No, every time I got a buddy, I got my buddy octopus over here. Every time they get married and hook up, they have one kid, they're gone. You think you got it all, right? Yeah. Eight legs, but the ninth leg kills you. <laughs> We learned a, a little while back uh, this morning that uh, women this summer, post-pandemic, are looking for a uh, hot summer. Right. Uh, loving and fun. Uh, they're not talking about the weather conditions. No, they want to they wanna cozy up to a fella or two over the summer. And uh, guys are more looking to get serious. So then we uh, spotted this uh, relationship stats. People were asked about uh, different milestones in a relationship and when they should happen. Things like uh, how far into a relationship should you be before you start having sex? 10, 15 minutes? Nowadays, it's between the appetizer and the entree. Right. The car ride to the restaurant. <laughs> mm. There was a time, kids, believe it or not, there was a time, this is a long time ago, where you wouldn't have any sex until the wedding night. Right. You didn't get to test drive that car until you took it off the lot. Imagine that pressure. <laughs> so this is for life, but this was also a time, too, when... When you, you didn't live much past 35 years of age. <laughs> yeah. And you were married at 19. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the uh, most popular answer is uh, one month in. Okay. This is, uh, we should wait a month before you give it up. Is who that who, who seems, waits a month? Who waits a month? That anymore? seems like that's the answer you want your parents to know. <laughs> <laughs> or or, or want right. someone who you respect yeah. to know. You, you, you're adding on a couple of weeks there. Yeah. I know. But the lovely Maria's mom still believes we haven't. <laughs> She's like the Virgin Mary. Literally. A couple of immaculate yep. conceptions. Well, these days I'm more like Joseph anyhow. <laughs> Sitting in the back of the barn. <laughs> Waiting my turn. Um, how long into a relationship before you say I love you? Oh, that's tough. Always tough. I don't know if there's a set time on that, in fact. Because you just you have to be... Confident, oh yeah, at the return of that. Oh, no, yeah. It's not even confident that you actually love someone. It's confident that their response, yeah. is going to be the one you want. It's a bad hang. Oh, you oh, say it's the worst. You say, listen, I've been, I've been thinking for some time now, and I, I really, really love you, right? Crickets. <laughs> and you know what? It's just as uncomfortable the other way, mm. right? When you're thinking, well, you know, I, th I think I really dig this person, mm. and then they come out with the "I love you," and you yeah. go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Is that Slow my mom? Down. I think I heard my mom calling. 
Yeah, yeah. I uh, Maria and I haven't said it yet. Right. We're still we're we're on the fence. Waiting for the right time. Yeah, that's right. I think she only likes me as a friend. Um, when should you meet each other's family? How long into a relationship before you meet mom and dad? Well, I mean, if dad's swinging a bat at you (laughs) (laughs) on the first or second date, that's not a good sign. I think it should be a few months in. I think a few months in is probably pretty good. I mean, I guess it depends, too, if you're going to pick them up for a date and they still live with their parents. I guess you're going to meet them pretty early that way. Yes. When's the first vacation together? So like a week away somewhere. That's a tough one because that's a lot of pressure. I'd say it's probably a few months, like maybe six months in, something like that. But there's a heck of a lot of pressure involved in that because most relationships, you know, you've each got your own place. You might mm-hmm. be shacking up a few times a week. Sure. Right. And and uh, might have a drawer yeah. at the other pl- person's place. There. Yeah. But you're not spending, no. you know, like. Like full seven days, 24-7 Well, they someone. see the best of you, too, early on, right? When you go on a date, you're seeing everything. Yes. And probably smelling everything. Right. Because you end up down south somewhere, and somebody ends up with the Montezuma's Revenge. That, <laughs> that takes the sheen off the sexy pretty quickly. <laughs> Wait a minute. That came out of you? <laughs> yeah. Two days into the trip, and it's one person just like uh, exorcism going on, and the other one's at the door going, can I, can I get you anything? Do you need... No, just leave me alone. <laughs> well, I mean, you'll find out right away if you're with the type of person who is comforting in mm. that sense, mm-hmm. or... Hey, have fun with that. I'll yeah. be at the swim-up bar. You know what? I would always much rather that, though. Go Lee, go away. Listen, right. uh, we're here. I would prefer you not come back to this room. It's Tuesday. Don't come back till Friday. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want... It's like when you've had too much to drink and you're throwing up, and there's always someone who wants to take care of it. No, just leave me alone. <laughs> Let me lie here in my own filth. Uh, when should you move in together? How long into a relationship before you're talking about uh, shacking up? Uh, I got it. You got to be a year in at that year. point, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that vacation thing, you were right. It's about six months. Six okay. months in. Um, proposing. How far into a relationship before you propose? Do you have to? At some point, I guess. Well, you don't have to. No, I guess you don't. You don't really. Nobody has to get married. I'm amazed all the time you meet a couple who said they've been, you know, uh, together for 22 years and married for yeah. one. Right? Yeah. It's like, boy. Not, it's not even what took you so long. It's like, why did you end up doing it at all? <laughs> at all at that point? Now, okay, so I know, like with Maria and I, I think it was when we finally did get engaged after five years. Like, I don't ever think I had an issue with marriage, but I also didn't think I had to get married. Right? Like, were you kind of, you know, well, if we're going to be together, then we should be married. Like, would you have stayed in a relationship with Adrian or any other woman without uh, a wedding ring, without that commitment? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, tough to say. I, I think I'd always kind of a, at some assumed. point expected, assumed that I would uh, yeah. propose to someone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for some people, I always find it really interesting that some people get so caught up in the fear of it. Right. You know, like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. You know, I think people always just get that uh, maybe trapped or locked into something you don't want to be in. It was a, a line, and I, <laughs> I think it was probably in When Harry Met Sally, which might be one of the all-time great romantic comedies. Where she makes the comment about, you know, we never got married because we thought, well, if we get married and have kids, then we can't just jet off to Paris whenever we want. Or we can't just make love on the kitchen floor when we want. Right. And then she says, you know what? We never jetted off to Paris. We never made love on the kitchen floor. Right. You know, it, I think we think marriage locks us out of all those opportunities. Well, but 
you know, and here's where times have changed too. Right. Uh, you know, in in the last ten, twenty years or so, uh, with the development of the internet and mm. apps and all of this online dating that happens, is that you know that dating world has expanded yeah. exponentially. That's right. Where where at one point you know you married your high school sweetheart because. You know, that was really the only you know, yep. a select group of people that you knew or had access to or someone you met right. in social situations. Yeah. You know, there wasn't this, wow, you know, plenty of fish is exactly that. Yeah. It's a massive fishbowl of people to look for. Yeah, the idea, I think, now, very foreign. If you meet anybody who says, oh, yeah, I've only ever been intimate with one person. Right. You know, outside of yourself. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Buying a home <laughs> in a perfect world, one to three years. Okay. Oh, who can afford a home anymore yeah, in one to three years? Three. <laughs> Coming around to retirement when you just save up the down payment. I got it. I got it. We're ready. And having a baby, how far into a relationship, whether you're married or not, how far in should you make the commitment of a child? Oh, like to, to, to plan to have one. Yeah, or even to plan to have one, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got to be a couple of years in for that. That's think. right, yeah. you got to have at least two or three meals under your belt before you do that. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, when asked about movies and such, has always been uh, one to uh, poo-poo them a bit. He's often said, you know, I don't, I don't want to be wrapped up for months sitting in a trailer. You know, the slow pace of movies is not his thing. I mean, he made that B-movie. Right. And he's, uh, I think he's showed up kind of uh, in the odd thing here and there. He'll pop up. Easy for him to make that call, though, when you've got, you know, hundreds of millions mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. But he is... Going back to making a a movie, he's going to be writing, directing, and starring in a Netflix movie about the origins of the (laughs) Pop-Tart, and it's called Unfrosted, and it'll start production next spring. Jerry says he felt inspired by the sadness of the pandemic to make something based on pure silliness. He says, uh, we took my Pop-Tart stand-up bit from my last Netflix special, 23 Hours to Kill, and exploded it into a giant, crazy comedy movie. And if you remember in that uh, that bit, he talks about, you know, how before Pop-Tarts, all they had was toast. Right. There was just <laughs> nothing else going on. <laughs> and when asked, he says the uh, strawberry, the frosted strawberry is the superior okay. Pop-Tart flavor. It's a classic. I always like the chocolate, too. And when it's nice and warmed up in the toaster. Right. It's never great. seemed like breakfast to me, though. Oh, it's not. It's just a big, it's just diabetes on a plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> Extra dose of diabetes this yeah. morning. But uh, so you can look forward to that. And uh, the new Turner and Hooch. This is, uh, if you remember the Tom Hanks movie from, I guess, back in the mid to late 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, there's going to be a, a, a show on Disney Plus with Josh Peck starring as Turner. And he's playing the son of... Of the Tom Hanks character, played oh, in the original. Okay. But here's something we just learned. Uh, Tom Hanks, if he's going to appear in the show at all, will have to be in a flashback because Tom's character is dead. Oh. They, 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 they wrote him off. Really? Disney Plus spilled it in a new trailer in a scene where Josh gets a letter his dad wrote him just before he died. Huh. Now, here's an interesting little fun fact about uh, Turner and Hooch. So an old friend of mine, uh, a gentleman by the name of Scott Turner, worked in the radio business for some time, 
Uh, he milked that movie for the longest time with IDs because <laughs> Tom Hanks' character in it was Scott Turner. <laughs> and, you know, in this business, you ever come across a movie or a TV show that uses your name in one of the characters, you know there's going to be a lot of audio drops. She's surprised because with your name, Mike Luck, you think it would have shown up as a character name in a movie or two along the way. Uh, it was a DJ, like uh, like concert or, or like a club DJ. Right. In England or Britain, with the same name, there's a. a I remember there's a running back for the Cowboys named Mike Lucky at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's that other, isn't there? A Luck who plays in the NFL now? Uh, not anymore. Andrew Luck. Was Andrew there. Luck, right? Yeah, I, I rode that for a little bit as my cousin. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I once saw Mike Luck in a movie, but it was a different type of film. <laughs> <laughs> he played a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> as we make our way into the uh, summer of 2021, and, and hopefully. So we get a little deeper into it. It'll be the post-pandemic summer. And men and women are both looking at the summer in completely different ways. Women are looking for the hot girl summer full of carefree fun, while men are looking to settle down for something long-term. What? Yeah, more than half of men say they're looking for a serious relationship this summer. While about the same amount of women plan to engage in hot girl summer fun having a few flings or two. Now, I, I, I don't know uh, why I'm spitballing this here, but perhaps it's because men who were locked down over this thing uh, realize that they're incapable of taking care of themselves. And <laughs> <laughs> trying to feed themselves and do their laundry, keep their hygiene level at some sort of, you know, pace with normal. Can't do it. Right. It's, it's why you see uh, when men and women either divorce or when a uh, someone loses a partner, more often than not, if it's the man who dies, the woman goes on carefree, mm-hmm. living her life. She was always taking care of everything anyhow. Right. One less set of underwear to wash. <laughs> but men, if they lose their wife within four weeks of that funeral, he's at the altar again. Yeah. <laughs> we just... <laughs> We just cannot <laughs> seem to take care of ourselves. But, yeah, and, you know, you always, it's wrong to think this way, but it's just because of the way we've lived our lives that you always think, oh, I bet a lot of men are going to be out there wanting to, to get some action. Right. You know, the, but, no, it's the opposite. The ladies are looking for the, the loving and the leg over. Huh. So good on them, ladies. Go out there and get it. Get what you want. You deserve it. And the fellows want to get very serious. <laughs> want to settle down. <laughs> It will be, and I've said it from the beginning, at some point, soon enough. It's just going to be hump fest out there. I mean, you see the patios right now? They're they're packed. It's crazy. Although, I had a report yesterday that already uh, some restaurants are complaining dine and dashing going on. Oh, come on. Really? Well, because it's the patio situation. so you can just skip out. And the server has to go back into the restaurant to get the bill or whatnot. We're just scumbags. A couple in the beaches area in Toronto have already said... You know, we've got people dining and dashing. Like, you go 15 months of saying, yeah. let's help these restaurants yeah. out. Let's do something to help them out, eat local, yeah. support local, and then they dine and dash. Yeah, well, also you see, too, there's some patios that were never that big to begin with, and they've gotten through their landlords, you know, the uh, the approval to move their their patios out and take up some of the parking lot. Right. So, yeah, it's probably pretty easy to just uh, go around the, Half the in pylon. Half your car already, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just skip around that pylon and head to the streets. Oh, that's terrible. Well, the other thing, too, that I heard restaurants are having a tough time with, and even though, again, people, you know, were out of work and they were crying poor, 
is that they can't get people to come back and work now. Right. Because a lot of people are just concerned, and wait staff certainly, about having to mix and mingle with everybody again. But anyhow, it's, uh, it is going to be a curve to, uh, to move ahead. So, fellas, be prepared. If there's a young lady that you've fallen for that you'd like to get serious with, she has zero interest <laughs> in getting serious with you. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.